Hi, it's Mark Aflalo on behalf of Mitchell Whitfield and myself. Thank you so much for taking a listen to this podcast. Do us a little favor if you would. If you love the show, give us a five-star review and don't forget to follow us at Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. We appreciate it and we love doing the show for you guys. Without further ado, here's today's episode. We are back on your tech report. Thank you guys so much for being here each and every single week. I am Mark Aflalo in Montreal with Mitchell Whitfield alongside me in sunny California. And I say that, Mitchell, because I haven't seen the sun yet here uh, in Montreal as of so recording sorry. this show. So uh, please, send dungeon, some, yeah. please send some money. Uh, if you guys want to follow <laughs> along, it is at your tech report on all our social media. Uh, and uh, as we say, each and every time we lead in to an interview with this next fellow, we're excited. We're excited to be here. It's been, uh, you know, uh, post CES, we've been talking about uh, TCL for quite some time and we had an opportunity to catch up with our next guest then. But now it's time for the products to be in people's hands, Mitchell. Yeah, well, you know what? And, you know, again, this is this is a brand that we get so excited to talk about. And that brand, of course, is TCL, uh, which are a lot of our listeners, if they listen to the show, they know that we're big fans of. And we've been, a, we, you know, we've been evangelists, for a bit, not for lack of a better word, for this brand for quite a long time. Not because we have to, not because we're paid to, because we genuinely love the brand. We've been following it. I think we were way ahead of the curve when it came to this this company, Mark. We have the TVs in our home. We've been having our, our friends and relatives buy them as well. And here's the thing. It wasn't that long ago when we talked about this in our last interview that this that TCL televisions were called the best television for the money. But over the last several years, there's been there's been an evolution, sort of a revolution with that brand. They're no longer the best televisions for the money. You could just say they're some of the best televisions in the market, in the industry. And I think still a great value, but sort of that budget moniker is gone because they're great televisions that compare favorably to, you know, the LG OLEDs of the world and the Sonys of the world. They are not just competitive, but in a lot of ways exceed those televisions. So Mark, I guess the question is, and I'll let you take it from here, what is next what is next from TCL? That's well, a big question. I'm not gonna Am I handing that. you a softball I'm here? not going to answer that question because uh, <laughs> product evangelist for TCL North America, Bruce Walker, the joins us. Yeah. Joins us, the real evangelist uh, here in your tech report. Bruce, thank you for always being with us, you know, live from your basement in Massachusetts. Um, how are you feeling? This is an exciting time of the year because now these products you've been talking about, people mm-hmm. get to experience them. And that's yeah, different, you know, especially with virtual CES. Exactly. With, you know, virtual CES, there was, you know, I, I was fortunate enough um, about a month ago, I was able to fly out to California and visit Rochelle and her lovely daughter and hang out for a little bit and get a little bit of hands on time uh, with the, with the, a lot of the new product, including what we're talking about today, the XL series, um, which really makes that big it's not even home theater. It's a cinematic experience uh, achievable in your home. You know, when you talk about people might be getting back to the movies, we talked about, you know, uh, you know, Godzilla versus Kong and how it's in the same day it was released at the TCL Chinese theater. It was released on HBO max and you can go and watch it on a hundred foot screen and sit in the middle row and get that 60 degree field of view. The scientists say you should have. Well, now you can do that with a, TCL XL TV, 85 inch TV. Um, that's a little different. Um, we're we're making sure people are clear that the XL is is a collection of TVs. Um, where normally, like you guys talked about, you have the six series. So the six series has all these features, and it comes in this size, this size, and this size. Where the XL collection um, is a class of TVs larger than 80 inch. The ones we're going to talk about are 85 inch at this point. Um, and within that collection, there's a, there's a hierarchy of performance uh, really for every customer out there. Um, so really, really exciting times uh, to get those TVs you know, in customers' homes so they can get that cinematic experience. So it, 
you know, the the XL moniker, where does that come from and how does this shift our thinking? How do we need to start thinking about the TCL lineup of televisions? Because it, it's a little bit different. So it's really the it's it's a confluence of events where if if you look at our vertical integration, which is one of our our great strengths, is in the fact that you you look at a TCL TV and we make the panel, we make the backlight, we make the process, we case, we make the feet. Everything inside the TCL TV is TCL. And as we open newer and newer uh, panel manufacturing facilities, we can get more and more efficient. And with our newest panel manufacturing facility, which recently just cut a 150 inch screen. No, no, pretty exciting stuff. Wow. It allows us to bring um, giant XL screen sizes, 85 inch out at, you know, and we can get them to customers' houses and get them there at a reasonable price where, you know, you, you can even try to fathom four years ago, an 85 inch TV would have weighed 400 pounds because it wasn't efficient and it would have cost an astronomical amount of money just wasn't practical, you know, and people were buying projectors and they want all this stuff. But now the people that want that, that field of view, we're able to bring it out to them with, with that XL series um, and get them immersed in the movies. I watched, uh, uh, what was the one, the uh, Michael B. Jordan movie? No, without remorse. Yes. Oh yeah. I just saw that too. Yeah, man. I was, that was, that was, that, that sucked you in. Um, but yeah, to know that that, you know, just, it just amazes me over the past year. Um, you know, I, I used to talk about when I used to like watch Jack Ryan on Amazon and stuff. It's like the production quality was now it's like, it's literally first run movies um, are available, yeah. you know, at, at the click of a button, you know, with, with your HBO max or Amazon prime subscription, it's really amazing times. Um, and you can pause it when you want to go grab some more popcorn <laughs> or you don't have to go to the bathroom, you don't have to wait. And the floors aren't sticky. If you keep play your cards, right. It's, it's just a great way uh, to enjoy movies now for all of our users. And, and you know what, Bruce, we talked about this a little bit off the air before we got started. I think uh, some consumers out there, and I'm, I'm not consumer shaming because we have great listeners and a lot of very well-informed people that listen, but some people are still thinking old school rear projection or mm -hmm. original LCD panel technology, which is, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to sit too close. There was a certain distance you had to maintain in order to get that great yep. picture. But now with 4K and with you guys, with you know, moving up to 8K, these sets are designed to be closer to the screen. Yep. A lot of people yep. sometimes would back off from a, oh, we don't want the screen to dominate the room. Now you kind of do want the screen to dominate the room because you have the advantage of being able to see all those pixels very close up and get that incredible resolution still. Exactly. And, in, and even, you know, have an invisible pixel structure. But one, one of the things I like in, um, you know, my, one of my funny anecdotes doing 20 years of commission retail sales was people back then again were really gun shy but even back then i i had a i had a standard bet with my customers of if you were get the tv that you think is too big call me back in a month if it's still too big <laughs> i'll come pick it up because they they shrink to the environment plus if you look at what's happened with the the physical dimensions of the tv sets um i did some nerd math the other day um and our 85 inch xl series tvs have 70 percent more screen area than a 65 inch tv but if you compare the width of the tv um, from about five years ago, it's only about 14 inches wider because the bezels back then were three inches on each side. You know, so we're, you know, we're, we're barely at 75 inches wide on an 85 inch TV. The older 65 inch TVs were, were you know, upwards of 60, 70 inches wide because of the bezels. So when you, it's, it's a wall of picture. Right. So the 65 inch that's currently in my den, which is about four <laughs> years old, will oh not look that much big uh, the new tvs will actually fit the space quite nicely is mm -hmm. what you're saying here i'm liking this <laughs> yeah, this is good the, i like how i take the selfish approach um, 
And and while it's you know while it's not something that's uh, for the faint of heart, um, our new 85-inch uh, QLED TV that just launched uh, um, is 100 pounds. So it's not you know it's not not a one-person job by any means. Um, but I got a shout out to our packaging people because you can actually assemble the entire TV and the feet and everything without taking the TV completely out of the box. Oh, there, there's brilliant. a piece of structural styrofoam in the middle that lifts it up so you can put all the feet on. Um, but it's, you know, it's it. And again, yeah, it's also, you know, this thin. Um, no, it's, so it's on the wall. It's, it's super looking if you do that. Um, so much, much more, you know, getting, I don't want to say they're small <laughs> because obviously it's this gigantic picture. Um, but the, the screen to uh, bezel ratio uh, is astonishing on these. You know what I wanted? To, I wanted to touch on Bruce, and we'll come back to you know because we want to talk about the actual different models within the XL lineup and how they differ from each other because there are differences. Um, uh, let's talk a little bit. You went back to making your own panels, and mm-hmm. we talked about this, I believe, in the last interview. And for people that did not listen to that interview that you that you know, we had you last time. That is such a huge advantage. First of all, a lot of people wonder, how are they able to make these incredible televisions year after year and keep the cost down? Number one, obviously, when you manufacture your own panels, you're not buying or outsourcing a part, a major, the major part of the television. You're going to be obviously able to pass that value on. But also, much like com- computer chips, when they're, you know, when the die cuts them, you have cons- control of consistency of product. Mm-hmm. And that's an, a yep. huge advantage for TCL. Exactly. Yeah. So we need, if we want to do any running changes in a line, um, you know, we control the entire manufacturing process. Uh, allows us to maintain an exceptional control. Um, in fact, a great story to illustrate that is the TVs that you guys were talking about earlier, the six series TV. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our sets have what's called our IPQ engine, which when you're building a TV or manufacturing anything, there's always little tolerances. You, you go to buy a new car, a new Mustang supposed to be 300 horsepower. This one on the lot's got 295 and this one on the lot's got 302. There's just little variables because we own the entire manufacturing process. What they do is along the ways of production, they measure, they test everything. And if, and if a spec is supposed to be here and it's here, and the next specs was here. And it's here. at the end of the line, they on the six series TVs and up, they apply a specific al- algorithm to compensate for those variances so that you take six TV TCL TVs out of a box and put them all side by side. They all look the same. Um, and then there's the value story behind it. And then there's the we can bring stuff to market faster. Um, and then obviously with that vertical integration allows us to get XL screens uh, sizes um, in a variety of performance levels for for just about every customer that's out there. You know, Bruce, without yeah, without thanks for bringing that up, without dating you because uh, you look not a day over twenty nine. Um, <laughs> you've been in this business for a very long time. It's it's not the years, it's the mileage. Exactly. So there's lots <laughs> lots of mileage there when it comes to when it comes to the technology, the screens, and and of course, just obviously the first hands on experience. I'm curious, from your perspective, how important is the computing power behind these televisions today? Because you brought up that, you know, correction point where it comes to variances. Obviously, the power behind the computing element is what makes that doable. Yeah, it's the processing is exceptionally important um, as just a, to give credit where credit's due. One of my major competitors this year introduced an entire line of fantastic TVs. And the entire talking point is that it's got a new processing chipset. Um, so it's, it's really important. And I think a lesson we learned as an industry when we switched from standard definition to high definition, 
everybody came into the stores and we watched documentaries on lizards in stores in high def and it looked incredible. And then they went home and plugged in their cable box that was standard definition. And we didn't give a thought process to that, that up conversion that needs to make lower resolution look better. We learned that lesson. We learned it going from 720 to 1080. We learned a lot going from 1080 to 4K. And we're learning a lot in the transition from, from 4K to 8K. Um, and, and the good news is not only are we paying attention to that processing, um, but the processing power, um, as you guys know, in, in the world of computing is just changing so fast and getting so much more powerful. I was, so some, some tech industry leader way back in the day said he couldn't imagine a scenario where anybody would need more than 256K of storage or something crazy like that. <laughs> um, so now that we've got all these processors that are not only extremely powerful and fast, but incorporate uh, machine learning, learning algorithms with human, almost human-like senses that can understand what it's supposed to look like um, so that an up conversion from a lower resolution signal you're watching on 4K and again uh, on 8K uh, is becoming almost transparent to the customer. That's another huge factor in these giant screens. And the up conversion, by the way, not to minimize it, th this, is a, this is a huge deal because anyone that had, uh, you know, first gen, any first gen 4K television, the big mm -hmm. knock on any of those was, was, man, have you seen that? And of course, the funny thing was there were about three things back then you could watch it actually in genuine 4K, yeah. right? So you'd, you'd watch this great 4K image, you'd wow all your friends and neighbors. And of course, you'd turn on standard def and it would look like crap. Right. Okay. So now, again, I have, I play this sort of game. My wife and I will turn on something on, let's say Amazon Prime. And I'm mm -hmm. trying to think, it's like, huh. And I'm watching a show, Grimm. I think Grimm is one of my favorite shows. You know, mm -hmm. I'm a little strange. So I'd watch Grimm and, and I'd watch and I'd say, hey, when did they convert this to 4K? Because they did a great job. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, oh my God, I'd go back and say, they didn't convert this. My TCL 6 series converted this <laughs> is, and upscaled scale it. And yep. it is flawless. And I think that, you know, that's something that, again, the consumer doesn't necessarily need to know all the, you know, how it works. But the fact that it does work so well and they hear bullet points like up conversion. Well, I just want, well, you just want a good picture. Having something that can up convert something is yep. super important. And having the processor that does it well yeah, so yeah, is incredible. You think with, with, our, with our new, you know, our 8K TVs to throw a number out there. If you're watching standard definition, you're starting with an image that's got about 400,000 pixels. Right. And the net result on the screen is going to be 33 million pixels <laughs> and 29 million of them are made up by the TV. Um, and it just that just speaks to that AIPQ engine we're going to have in in our in our Excel, uh, a lot of our Excel TVs and then going forward in our all of our higher performance sets to, to really make uh, that transition uh, transparent for our customers. Bruce, another thing I wanted to oh sorry sorry Mark I just want to take one more thing I want, then I won't take away your thunder um, another another area where I where I feel like the TCL brand excels has to do with backlighting and lighting zones because mm -hmm. what happens for me when you see I remember when Samsung first started you know getting really big in 4K televisions incredibly bright incredibly bright panels that would stay incredibly bright even in a dark screen which would drive mm -hmm. me crazy any yep, black right. background would become a gray background so what yep. amazed me again firing up the six series again i'm talking about last year's we're not talking about this year's yet i promise um but last year's uh i turn it on super bright and you have control of those basic controls of normal bright brighter which is great yep. right out of the box to keep it simple for the consumer mm -hmm. but as bright as it was when it went to a dark scene mm -hmm. that screen got like oled black and then black. everything else behind it was incredibly bright. Mm -hmm. So that backlighting technology that you guys, the zones, everything looks amazing. And I don't know what kind of magic you guys are weaving over there. 
Yeah. Um, Bruce, let's dive into the models. So, you know, let, let's you know start. Obviously, we've got a couple of models to talk about. Tell us what sets them apart. What we can expect. Um, the full experience. Talk, doc, sure. doc. Yes. Uh, so from soup to nuts, um, we'll start at our um, our most basic TV, which I, I feel embarrassed <laughs> even saying that. I just love the air quotes, but please go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What things? Were, what things were a year or two ago? It's amazing. So we've got our our eighty five inch, um, you know, simply smart. So it's it's kind of analogous to our our four series TV. But you think about what a basic TV in TCL's world is, you know, 85 inch screen, uh, 4K resolution. Uh, it's got support for HDR, so you can get HDR10, you get hybrid log gamma, uh, HLG on there. Uh, it's got the amazing Roku operating system built into it, so it's super simple uh, to use, you know, 500,000 movies and TV episodes, all the uh, voice control you can use, whatever your ecosystem, whether you're an Apple fan, a Google fan, or an Alexa fan, you can control the TV with it. Um, that super simple remote everybody loves great connectivity for hdmi inputs uh still have analog connections on there um we got uh arc to go back to a great sound bar um and all that great stuff in that giant screen um is you can buy it right now for under 1600 bucks go <laughs> online click 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 it'll be in your house in a few days it just it just astonishes me um what that what that brings uh for the dollar and again that's the value story is there um you know, for those of us who have been spoiled by six series and stuff like that, um, it's, it's an incredible value story. Um, but for those seeking a little bit uh, better level of performance, just yesterday, we we uncovered some more of the details about our QLED TV. Uh, so Quantum Dot um, has really become the gold standard of color performance. You talk about the three pillars of picture quality. You have color, clarity, and contrast. And you you uh, gave accolades, Mitchell, um, to our contrast control zones that give you great contrast. Clarity, you've got 4K. And then there's there's color. And there, there's a couple ways to reproduce really good color. Um, one of the challenges of a competing picture technology is you can have great color in a dark room. But if you open the windows, if if Mark ever gets any sunshine, um, <laughs> it, it's a bright room. Don't someday, um, it's it's you it's it's very difficult for some other technologies to give you vibrant, rich colors and a bright picture. With TCL's Quantum Dot QLED TVs, which uh, bragging point, we remember we did introduce the world's first big screen Quantum Dot TV uh, back in 2015. So while um, the marketing mavens out there might want to latch the QLED uh, moniker to something else, we are in the forefront. We're part of the QLED Alliance. It is really the gold standard. So it's when they're making their movies, when they, when they, when they were making uh, Godzilla versus Kong and they were making uh, without remorse, they were using the same color palette that the TV has to reproduce the colors. Um, and that's on our QLED, um, uh, 85R745, <laughs> wow. um, which also adds um, our contrast control zones. So up to 192 different zones on the wow. TV. Um, and without getting into all the, the cr crazy details, how all that works, um, basically the, the the short version is picturing uh, you're watching a movie and it's just before sunrise and it's all dark. You get that nice deep inky black and then the sun comes up over the horizon. Just the LEDs behind the sun are lit up. Um, and with 192 different zones, uh, it's literally the only way an LED TV can have the blackest blacks and whitest whites on screen at the same time. Um, so it gives that great level of performance there. And then we get some other great stuff aside from the, the cinematic experience we're also talking about. Um, you guys know as much as anybody how much gaming has redefined uh, the TV industry. It was like a year ago, it seems the only thing people asked was what's the input lag? 
It's fourteen point two, and then that was that was the gaming discussion. Now it's VRR and ALLM and all this stuff, and the uh, the QLED eighty five inch is is built to perform in that arena as well. Uh, it's the world's largest THX certified game mode TV on the market. Um, so that means it's it's easy to get low input lag by turning off all the stuff in the TV I'm that makes the picture that. good. Um, but with our partners at THX, we've got a way w- with our great processing and their great partnership in knowing what a, a great picture should look like that by simply putting it in a THX certified game mode, um, as simply as you can change the brightness, you get all the benefits of amazingly low input lag while still having great picture because the game, the gaming community, the gaming developers are telling stories as much as movie makers are. You know, it's not a matter of putting a quarter in and moving Pac-Man around. You mm-hmm. know, there's there's the cutaways, there's the the, the prologue that goes into the game, uh, and that's what makes games great. And part of that um, entire setup we have with those game modes allows us to be the official TV of Call of Duty. Um, so there's that that goes onto that TV, and that is available. That TV is available for pre-order now um, at under three thousand dollars. Um, for wow. a TV that goes toe to toe with, I'll tell you, toe to toe with some of the best of the industry. Yeah. Um, again, t- we don't need to talk about value. It's a three thousand dollar TV. It's a big investment. Um, but if you look at what what we're going up against with that TV, uh, it's very very exciting. Um, and then the third TV that's a little bit more down the road that I actually haven't seen yet um, is is really the um, and it's what's great is it, it's it's going to incorporate a technology that's really taken our industry by storm. I saw I just saw an article about 15 minutes ago, um, and not to not to speak negatively anything, but the article was like OLED production has slowed a little bit because Mini LED yeah. is coming on so strong. And you guys know at CES the whole theme of CES was. Um, Samsung and LG and all these other guys are coming out with Mini LED, and we sat back and went, oh. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> yeah. um, We've been waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we're very excited that everyone recognized and they're building, you know, we're, we're everybody is building. You look at the Samsung QN90. Um, it's it's much nicer than last year's TV uh, because of mini LED technology that we've had uh, now for a couple of years. And with our new TV that's going to be coming out later this year, uh, we're calling it our OD0, Optical Depth Zero, our third generation mini LED backlight, where everybody else is just rolling out there first. So, again, to have a leadership position position um in the in the core features that that make a tv good we're very excited so the the short version of what od zero means um and i'm going to do this because you guys can see me even though listeners might uh the back of the tv has your backlight the leds that that and then the front of the tv is the lcd panel and in a nutshell there's a bunch of stuff in between and the the less of a gap that you can have between the backlight and the panel everything just everything gets better it's a, it's a be- better way to do it but it's it's hard to do from an engineering point of view it's expensive and it's tough to figure out um but with our new od0 we've taken the optical depth from about 19 millimeters a few years ago to your tvs are about 12 to 15 to now zero so it gives you all the benefits wow. of you know everything being sandwiched up perfect together less light irregular it's going to be our brightest highest performance tv that's also going to have that that super six sexy look you know, that, that sexy profile that, that really um, looks beautiful turned off as well as turned on. Um, so again, a little bit different way of going about things, having one series with all the same size, but different features. Uh, but with the fact that, that 70 inch and larger screen sizes have experienced like over 75% growth um, is it means the market is poised for it. Um, talking, you know, spending, spending as much time as I can 
in the trenches with retail salespeople. They're yeah. like, yeah, people are accepting of larger TVs now. Um, you know, when 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 a, when a buddy, a guy and his buddy can grab a big TV and put it in his pickup truck, ratchet strap it down, and get it home uh, without needing a forklift, it makes life a lot easier. Um, and you know, having the the brand recognition, the satisfaction um, of these TVs, and they uh, also just as a uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that the the QLED TV is also a Roku based operating system. So really, right. um, e one of the easiest ways to find content. Their voice, their voice search uh, that the voice remote comes with the QLED TV, um, and their their ability to find content quickly and easily and give you the options in ascending price order to me, um, you know, really really makes the Roku partner uh, stand out for us. Hey, you know what? I <clears throat> excuse me. I am again. I'm getting emotional. I have to give you guys a lot of kudos as well because we talk about this technology and everything that goes into it at the end of the day sometimes the consumer just wants to see a great picture a lot of people don't necessarily understand why it's so great they just want to see something that looks great and to your credit to tcl's credit these tvs and again i'm talking from i'm somewhere between a video file and a high-end consumer somewhere in between yep. that you know in that gap no no enough to be dangerous <clears throat> well exactly <laughs> uh but not but not but not so much that i drive myself and everyone around me crazy right Right. A lot of television, especially a lot of high-end TVs these days, they you get them home, and yes, they will look amazing if you take the time to make sure every setting is optimized. If you do mm -hmm. the color correct, you do everything. To TCL's credit, right out of the box, mm -hmm. these TVs look amazing. Yep. And like and with one button controls, again, even when it comes to something like optimizing, Bruce, you were talking about gaming and mm -hmm. all the different things, variable refresh rate, auto, auto low latency mode, you talk about all that stuff. And usually yep. that's stuff that the consumer has to, okay, turn on, gaming, let yeah. me turn this on, turn this off. The second my Xbox went on on my 6 Series, and we're talking yep. about my 6 Series from this past year, not even yep. the latest versions, it said, oh, looks like you have your Xbox on. We're going to optimize every every setting, including the, you know, THX this, for don't yep. worry, if you want to turn it off again, you could do it in the settings. Here's where you find it. Boom. Mm -hmm. And yep. the picture is something you mentioned too, the picture didn't suffer for it because people are used to having, well, if I want that, you know, that fast refresh rate, this and that, low latency, I have to suffer with the picture, but no, mm -hmm. you don't. So yeah, it's really, I love the fact that there's out-of-the-box performance and there are no compromises. So that's something mm -hmm. that a lot of brands cannot, probably, probably no other brand can brag about like yep. you guys can. Yeah, thank you. I'm very excited about that. Again, make, making a, you know, what I tell people is, is making a, a sophisticated system, operating system, is pretty easy from an engineering point of view. And making a simple operating system is pretty easy to do. But making a sophisticated operating system that's easy simple, to use, yeah. that, that's the secret <laughs> sauce. <Yeah. laughs> Bruce, when we uh, talked, you know, right after CES, um, you know, we had said the whole, you know, the rage was all about 8K. I just want to clarify because I know the 8Ks aren't going to be arriving uh, this year. It might be towards the end of the year. Um, yep. What, what's, what's the story there? So it's in production, obviously. Yep. So what you're going to see from us this year is the, uh, which I didn't mention. I got so excited about Mini LED. <laughs> is the the OD Zero TV will be an 8K TV. Okay. Um, so you'll see that as our as our flagship product. Uh, but very excited to, as we like to, we like to make seismic things happen in our industry. And we're very <laughs> proud of the fact that that soon um, you're going to see a whole new lineup of six series TVs. And every new six series Roku TV this year will be 8K. Um, so again, bringing that unachievable technology to the masses, making it achievable. And again, the people are saying, the people that, 10 years ago said there's no HD content and five years ago said there's no 1080p content and four years ago said there's no 4k content are now saying there's no 8k content. So again, it's coming. Um, but also with, with that processing that we talked about earlier, uh, it's going to make everything look, look spectacular. What are your um, thoughts on, uh, on 
What are your thoughts on 3D TVs? No, I'm joking. Um, exactly. <laughs> I, have my, I have my curved 3D TV right over here. <laughs> Bruce, um, you know, uh, I mentioned off the air that we're talking a lot of TCL on this week's show because we're going to be talking to my friend Paul Daco all about TCL Mobile because they've got a great 20 series lined up, which, again, I'll mm-hmm. hook you up if you need to get the latest from TCL Mobile. It's, it's, uh, you know a guy. I've got yeah. a great connection up here. Um, you but, you know, a lot of the stuff you're talking about in terms of owning the supply line and everything really translates across the entire company. So I'm excited to take some of that information and throw it at Paul and see what his response is, because yeah. I know it's going to be similar. It's great. Yeah. And as I say, you talk about the, the vertical integration that f- flows through to our soundbars as well. Um, you know, when we talk about this immersive audio experience, um, Steven Spielberg, in accepting an award for best sound in a movie, said that that sound uh, draws you into the movie yeah. uh, to allow watching the picture. And George Lucas said audio is half the movie going experience. Right. And while just, you know, you know, just a few years ago, we tipped our toe in the water with some basic soundbars. This past year, we introduced our Alto 9 Plus with Dolby Atmos, which you mentioned Dolby Atmos to anybody who's read any article about home theater and they get giddy because it's the real McCoy, you know, Dolby Vision for our TVs, Dolby Audio, uh, Dolby Atmos for our soundbars. And with the the Alto 9 Plus and more exciting soundbars coming out this year to support it, um, you can get that again, that immersion um, with one wire. And we're introducing a soundbar later this year. They'll even have less than one wire. To connect to the TV. Oh, I know Try what that means. That I know what that means. <laughs> no, Mitchell, no don't don't wires. You have to power it. You have to power it. There's a saying, you know, Bruce. There's a saying in my business in the audio world, which is, um, you can forgive uh, an okay picture, but if the sound is bad, you're going to lose people from the get go, and they're just yep, not going to be in the experience. And that's when you know I echo those those sentiments, obviously. Absolutely. From, so uh, yes. you know, congratulations to you guys, obviously, for another great you know product launch. We cannot obviously wait to get our hands on. The, the entire yeah. lineup and, and really kind of see it out. Just, you know, a parting note, have, you know, and I'm not asking for numbers here, but how has, how do you think COVID's impacted um, the, the purchasing experience for people over the past year? Have you seen numbers increase in the number of people upgrading? It's been, it's, it's been a very, not to make light of a horrible situation, but right. it's, it's a lot, you'd mentioned earlier off the air, if there's one thing about this, last summer, um, my son who graduated from college was home with us all summer. Yeah. You know, there's there's that. And that seems to be a common familial theme that people seem to talk about. And there's nothing they like doing more than uh, enjoying a home theater experience. So it seemed first out of the gate, uh, every TV under 40 inch disappeared from the shelves because people were doing these types of calls. So that went the, the wayside. And then people said, well, if we're going to be home. And this we have, you know, we're getting a stimulus check. We can get a big TV. Let's let's make the most of this experience. And then the other interesting thing um, is we might we might remember this, uh, the food chain of mom and dad got a new TV and they took their little bit older dated TV, put it in the family room and then took that little bit older dated TV and put it in the kids room. Now the kids are like. I'm not taking this. I need VRR. I need ALLM. I need 120 hertz. Oh, yeah. Um, so the, the technology of, of TV sales is being pushed from that end, plus from the main home theater experience. And I'm just really proud of the fact that, that a TV company that more or less didn't exist in the U.S. just a few short years ago um, can have a proud place above the mantle as a main TV set. Um, and it goes, it, it supports everybody uh, that designed the TVs and build the TVs and do the support after the fact. Um, you know, it's really exciting to be part of, be, be brought up in the same discussion with Samsung, Sony, and LG, um, not one of the other guys. So it's exciting, very exciting times, and sales are very good. 
<laughs> Bruce, uh, as always, thanks for being here. And thanks for not being shy and, and, and mentioning some competitors there. There's so many people that come on here and then try to, oh, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. But you guys you guys definitely it's, know we, we that are, you stack up there. We are in there. the golden age of TV. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. an exciting time. And when it you make a great exciting. product, you don't have to be afraid of mentioning other yeah, things. Exactly. You make it, your your product you speaks for itself. So there you go. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, Bruce Walker, product evangelist for TCL North America. Thank you for being here. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to get into another TCL interview. It is Paul Daco from TCL Mobile in Canada. Stick around. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world, and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.